0: Welcome to Owen and Brews Barbecue. Today, we are we are deep into our quarantine uh, watching of season seven of Clone Wars. So I decided I need to break out something really special, um, uh, something that will bring both old friends, new friends together. Um, this is something that I've had on the uh, actually on the back burner of Owen and Brews, clanging around, just been stewing there for a long time. That's right it's Yoda's leaf root soup. Yeah. Straight from empire strikes back. And the reason why I wanted to break, break this out now is because, um, I know I, I feel like I'm the only chef that's been cooking on this thing. These other two chefs, they're just, they're just here to sample the goods. Yeah, of course. Uh, salt. Yeah. You're already critiquing the, the root tree root leaf soup. Um, Today we have Nick uh, and a special guest, uh, Greg. Um, thanks for joining us, Greg and Nick. Uh, who, who am I? Am I like three people? Yeah, us,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks for having me on. It's been, uh, It's I feel like it's going to be a lot of fun. Obviously, I listen to every show, so uh, I'm up to date on what's going on in the barbecue world here and excited to be part of it for at least tonight.
2: Yeah, and it's a, it's a good time to be joining because we got some exciting episodes to talk about.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. It, and and Greg, you um you know your last email, I felt like if I read it that would be like half the show. <laughs> so I thought, you know, why don't why don't we have you come on and and, and share I know I know you've been enjoying um, this season so far. I I take it.
1: Yeah, o- overall for this season I've enjoyed it. Um, something I've kind of I kind of put together tonight is that before I don't want to get too too deep into it, but obviously, like that middle arc. I know you guys haven't been as excited, and I haven't been like loving it. Like, but like to me, especially like since I, the only the only Star Wars show I watched before this that was live was Rebels, and but between those four seasons, I kind of got used to the pace of like starting strong, having mm-hmm. some good stuff in the middle, but it's usually smaller in scope because they're saving their budget for those bigger mm-hmm. episodes of the finale, and it kind of it's this season kind of feels that way to me. I know yeah. it's like the final season, so I'm sure if you want it to be ten out of ten the whole way through, and I did I did too, but like I guess it kind of fits what I'm used to. So I'm kinda of really enjoying it. And of course the first two parts of the Siege of Mandalore have been phenomenal.
2: Phenomenal. And I wonder if because I know that you know the Bad Batch was a story arc that was, you know, written and already kind of in pre-production before Disney bought Lucasfilm and all that. But um, I'm curious if really the only thing they had to write was these last four episodes, you know, and they're like, Hey, like, this is it. Like, let's just knock a home run. And that's kind of what they're doing. Um,
0: I, I think in, in just our message back and forth, Nick, um, you know, and, and I because I don't think we talked about it on the show yet, but maybe we we just kind of discussed it between the two of us. But one thing I noticed, I guess, after going into this, this last arc, you know, in the three arcs, I was like, oh, of course. Like, the first arc is about Rex. Right. Like, this, mm-hmm. the second arc is about Ahsoka. These are the two characters that Clone Wars follows the most. Um, and the third, which really makes his appearance known <laughs> <laughs> in in this last arc, uh, is Maul. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that's mean, what other character has been brought to life by this show?
2: I had written that like right there towards the end of of my notes for this last latest episode about Maul is that, you know, uh, I'm sure with a lot of people when they originally said, Hey, we're bringing Maul back. You're kind of on the fence. Like, like, I don't know if you want to bring him back and all this, you know, and at first, you know, the first time you see him, he's just this kind of like broken, like scared cat, like character, just kind of not wanting what to do. And he has come full circle to where it's just like, he is awesome. And, uh, it's 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 the sith i was wanting like in a way because like you know with vader you you see that in the first movie and a little bit in empire you know like this okay he's a real he's a baddie you know and then it becomes more about you know trying to redeem vader you know and you don't really see much of the emperor either except you know the last little bit in return of the jedi but maul you're actually kind of seeing like this really interesting arc of a sith you know and how he thinks and and him really becoming a well-rounded character. Like there's so many things he even did in this last episode of just kind of, I can't think of it off the top of my head, but something he does in that last, in that throne room, that he kind of looks at uh, Ahsoka like, oh, you're so naive or whatever. And it's just like, wow. It's just, like, it, it's, it's, just, it's, it's really well done.
0: It's um, I know we're going to be kind of, kind of jumping around a, a little bit and specifically just for the audience to know which episodes we're talking about and where we are in this arc. Is we're talking about episode eight, together again? Uh, episode nine, old friends not forgotten. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Or long Forgotten? I always
2: old friends not forgotten. Tough.
0: Yeah. Thanks. And then uh, this most recent one, the which Phantom. had a really cool title, the, the, the Phantom, Phantom apprentice.
2: apprentice. And that's was that's even an interesting debate too. Like the, the title, the Phantom Apprentice. Like, mm-hmm. who is the apprentice? You know, like <laughs> like you could debate that. Like, mm-hmm. is it is it Ahsoka because okay. she might mm-hmm. have been an apprentice of maul is it you is it just an homage to the phantom menace or is it anakin because he's just a phantom potential apprentice at this point so it's like it's a what is it allu- uh, alluding to
1: yeah I, it's funny and the in the long email that matt referenced that was kind of my final thoughts. so it's interesting we're, we're on the same wavelength there i had those same three people as the Oh, was that from Phantom your email? Apprentice. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, that was no. I don't know. You may you may have thought about it too, but like, uh, I, I, it's kind of cool either way. But Yeah, like for Maul, you said whether it's a reference just to Phantom Menace, but obviously he was the apprentice of that movie, the Phantom Apprentice of the movie for Ahsoka. Whether it's to people like Maul because they apparently they never really I can't remember, but I guess they never really met before, and so in a no. way for right. Maul, and the movie going audience, like for the people that didn't watch the shows, like even. We were discussing before the show that I I didn't see the Clone Wars until later on. So even like for people like me initially, in a way, she was the Phantom Apprentice to Anakin because she mm-hmm. existed, but I didn't know about her then. I mean, of course I do now. And like you referenced with Anakin, he's kind of the the way I worded it was like he's the Phantom Apprentice for the entire prequel trilogy, or at least Episodes two and three, where he was. I think the word that Maul uses in I think Part two is that he's been being groomed mm. to be this next apprentice. So in a way, he's been getting set up to be that Phantom of Apprentice for the whole prequel trilogy almost.
0: Um, I, I kind of always, um, I know Nick likes to talk about return of the Jedi. Who's the Jedi. I kind of like the idea that, well, it, it's all of these things, you know, and that's, that's, what's so great about a good metaphor, a good title is that, you know, it's so oh, elastic. Yeah. I Um, I
2: I love it when they do that stuff. Sorry. Yeah. Like when it's like, it's left to the viewer, like, Hey, like, how do you want to see this? I love it when they do that. You know, it gives you, it's confidence in the audience, you know,
0: and, and, and talk about confidence in the audience, Greg, I know that you, you had shared this image and I think we all were kind of going gaga over just like the first image that we get for those, basically the final arc, which is the old school, lucasfilm limited like like yeah. symbol you know what i mean like when you see that you're like it gets it gets all the warm feels and you're like oh this is this is this is a, a kind of almost like a thank you to lucas you know like
2: that's what i i felt it was was a, a thank you or a nice because this is it as in mm-hmm. for his original vision you know one mm-hmm. through six this is it this is the last of it yeah and so that's kind of—I I, kind of felt that's why it's there. It's kind of like, hey, this is where it all started, right here, with this this symbol, you know. And yeah. so it's—it uh, is—it's nice.
1: Like if you grew up, you know, whether it be the original run or even—I think that was the logo they used for the the re-release in '97. Like
0: mm-hmm. that
1: image, like has such nostalgia and like warmth for you, and like ah, like memories that really puts you in the right frame of mind for what we're about to see.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um,
2: Just I wanted to briefly because we were, before we hit record, everyone out there, we were talking about the, uh, the Tar Tarakovsky series, which is the original Clone War series uh, that came out before Revenge of the Sith. Uh, it's no longer canon, but we were talking about how it is, in my opinion, still a necessity to watch because the whole first volume of it. Is the first probably three to four months of the Clone Wars, and with the Filoni series, that's not covered. So it gets basically you know when when the Filoni series starts off, it's already well into the Clone Wars. Uh, he you know gets Ahsoka Tano as his apprentice, and that's it. And you're like, well, whoa, like when did this happen? And so to right. watch the first volume, you're going to see a, a still kind of Padawan esque Anakin. And you see his first test. You see the introduction of Ventress. You see a lot of this interesting uh, stuff. And then when you get to volume two, you know you're seeing the end of the Clone Wars. And there's things, especially even in um, these latest couple episodes, that are alluded to uh, with uh, Obi wan running in saying, you know, that Coruscant's uh, under attack, and right. uh, they've sent, they've assigned uh, Shock T to, pr- to to protect the uh, Pal- Palpatine. That's what really happens and you see it in the Tarakoski series. And so it's like, wow, this is great because you you you're seeing all these storylines kind of overlap and it's one of the things I'm loving about this final arc. But uh yeah. Anyone out there that it's kind of expensive now cuz it's been out of print for a while as uh, Matt and I've t- discussed, but if you can get a uh, get a, a a copy of it on DVD, um series 1 or volume 1 and volume 2, it's well worth it. I
0: w- I would recommend uh if you're if you're going to um you know, uh, janjack.com slash Amazon, let's say, to look for it. <laughs> <laughs> don't actually buy it there because the one that they have listed is like 60 some dollars for Ooh. volume two. Yeah. yeah. So I just was like, you know what? Let's, let's go to good old eBay. What, yeah. do you, what do you got for me? And, you know, I don't, I don't mind. You know, it's like, I think I end up spending $18 for it. You oh, know. that's a deal. Uh, had, that's a deal. I, I was like, that's what a DVD costs. And, You know, it's like, it's, it's out of print. And that's, that's probably cheaper than when it was brand new, you know? Well, I can't, Uh, even if I go to my local half price books, I mean, at, at best, I might find it for 15 bucks, you know, like, I mean, who knows, right? Or 20 because they know how much it's worth and how much it's going for. So I recommend checking out good old eBay. They even have some, some that are just selling like the sets together. So you can buy volume one and volume volume two and it Hmm. might be even cheaper. So So, I'll never sell mine.
2: (laughs) 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 I love it. I mean, it's
0: just great. It's a great, well, uh, yeah, my volume 2 arrived yesterday and the volume 1 is going to arrive right around the time for May the 4th. So it's mm, okay. it's so you've never kinda,
2: you've never seen it though either Matt. I
0: I have seen it. Um, okay. it's been a while because um and and as Greg had mentioned before we hit record, you know, just like at the time, you know, it wasn't kind of really in your wheelhouse like I think even for me like making the time for it because it was like oh you got 10 minutes like at this one specific time on Friday night. It's like forget that like i've got things going on you know like uh, kids to put to bed and you know you just you miss those and i think it was over time i like either recorded it dvr would it i did something where i like i you know i watched and and it does lead up to the very beginnings of revenge of the sith which i think we all love that we're getting those little elements peppered in right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean in something that we know the story for like we know certain things you know they're showing us all of the cards that they haven't shown us yet that they're they're giving us these like little threads like you know the clones are about to turn at any moment and that's something that even my my daughter you know as she's watching and she's like they're gonna turn like like she's just <laughs> freaking out because she she knows it's coming and it's like one of the saddest and hardest things to watch um, and I think it, 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 makes that, it makes Revenge of the Sith all the more powerful mm. because, um, even in the opener and it's the last opener we get is I think ever, like, I mean, old friends, not forgotten. We've completely skipped over chapter eight because it's- no, we, 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 need, we need to discuss it. So I, mean, I have a
2: paragraph on it. <laughs> I've,
1: got a couple, I've got a couple little notes, a couple of thoughts.
0: Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you start, and I'm gonna go grab um some water, but what? I can still hear you. Yeah, I'll okay. be right back. You guys, you guys. <laughs> okay, I, I
2: think you know this for everyone out there. Together again is the last of the uh, Ahsoka and the uh, Martez sisters arc, episode four, and I think the uh, the little Easter egg or nugget, you know, the the that they always put out before every episode is a. Uh, you can change who you are, but you cannot change. You cannot run from yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is actually the the key takeaway from this episode. In that, Ahsoka, even in these first three episodes, was trying to hide that she's a Jedi or was a Jedi, you know. And I, I think that through this episode, she finally just embraces like, "Hey, I am who I am. I am a Jedi." You know, I'm not, I mean, she might not be a Jedi, but she is a Jedi, you know? And uh, I, that's, that's to me was the key takeaway. Hey, Matt's back.
1: <laughs> hey, Matt. Yeah. I think for me, like to, to piggyback off of that, like the two main points for me, like I wrote that down to the little Easter or the little, little fortune cookie saying, but like the one quote from Ahsoka that really fits that is like, after she's freed herself and the Martez sisters are gone, she, you know, she finds this bomb. She's like, well, since I'm here, I might as well do some good but her kind of kind of owning it uh then when at the towards the end of the episode when they're finally safe and they're back on Coruscant um the Martez sisters ask Ahsoka like well like you can leave the Jedi and they're all surprised as if like that they no idea that could
0: be a thing but I I uh, loved I loved that moment that was a good moment
1: yeah and then Rafa says to Ahsoka like you may not be a Jedi but like you act like one or at least the kind that like what I want a Jedi to be right so even if it's not by title, the way she's living her life and the decisions and choices she's making, it's the right ones led by the Force whether you call her a Jedi or not.
0: And and I like, I mean, to, to like, I guess, circle back because this is kind of the end chapter of this this arc and what are the main takeaways from, from Ahsoka. You know, I mentioned it earlier my aha moment of like, oh, of course, these are about Rex. This is about Ahsoka. Hmm. You know, it's like, it's really hitting a point home about each of those characters and what they've gone through. Um, and for Ahsoka, I felt like it was really—you could see the Ahsoka that's in the book. Um, mm. And and I've I've been reading the book. I'm not all the way through. My daughter has—it's—it's <laughs> it's this one point of pride where she knows everything in the book, so she's like she can totally. <laughs> kind of nerd, nerd one up on bad. Um,
2: you mean the, been,
0: Ahsoka, the, the Ahsoka book? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. And so I've been reading that um, and some of the elements of just like her being a mechanic and, you know, mm-hmm. coming out of like using, using some of those elements to like kind of show like, okay, this is, this is where she's headed. This is part of who she's, she's becoming or, or how she's basically making a, a trade or a life for herself. So, um, Anyway, that was one of my takeaways, I guess, from th- this episode and kind of like how it culminates her story. Um, the- there, were,
2: there was one question I had in the episode, which I it was at the very tail end, which I thought was interesting, is when Bo Katan um, reveals herself, you know, when they're back on mm-hmm. Coruscant. Is it, you know, she says, well, you know, it's okay. You know, Death Watch is all but, I mean, is gone. It's just us. And I, I kind of thought that was puzzling because she's saying Death Watch is gone, but we know that's not true because they're the ones that that saved the Mandalorian.
0: Well, we don't know when that takes place. That Mandalorian thing could take place before the because um, they had Separatist droids, and this is at the very end of the, the. So, okay, you know, I'm I'm assuming the the Mandalorian was found as a child somewhere in the Galactic Civil War, like in the middle of it, as mm. opposed to, yeah. But uh, yeah. Greg, what's your take on that?
1: Uh I, I think I agree with you, Matt, that I think just based on the fact the way the, the droids were being used and that there was Death Watch, it was probably before where this arc was taking place. We don't obviously we don't know when at this point, but I think it's safe to assume that it's at this point, if we were gonna step into that episode, the Mandalorian has been saved and is with them as a kid at this point.
0: Right. Yeah. And I mean really like if we're talking about we're just fast approaching the very end of the civil war well there's no there's no more droids mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um uh yeah um I I love seeing the the mandalorian ship there at the end too um and not I I think uh not so much in this episode but in the next two that we get to I had never really put together that Bo Katan was voiced by Katie Satkoff. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm rewatching Battlestar Galactica, and I'm like, "There's, there's no way that those two people are the same <laughs> voice. I don't believe it. I want mm-hmm. to see a video recording mm-hmm. of her because even when you hear Bo Katan speak, it doesn't sound anything like, like her.
2: Yeah, she changes it a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I think, I think when it comes through like the helmet um, at the end of Together Again, you can hear it. But in the next episodes, I'm like really listening, and I'm like, I don't hear it. Like, <laughs> so anyway, um, uh, yeah.
2: I yeah, there's definitely some weird things I thought in this episode, like just little things that irked me. I mean, uh, not too much, just me being picky, you know, like uh. <laughs> I thought it was like I was like, I was really hoping to see more of the Mandalorians in this episode because you know, you see like the little hint in the previous episode, and then mm-hmm. they just start watching the explosion, like, oh, where's the Jedi? You know, and then at the very end, they just show up and I thought it was really kind of silly, like, you have an hour to decide. And then it's like walks off like you didn't even make a case. It's just kind of like we have a common enemy, you have one hour, one hour to decide. I'm like, Who says that? i like, Are you crazy? You know, uh and then you know, when um the Martesis are are stealing the spice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you they know, they 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 kill the the supervisor. He just kicks him off the thing. You know, she killed an innocent yeah. guy for doing his job. I was like he's just doing his job. You
1: know, like... Well, I mean, have we ever met a good Trandoshan yet in Star Wars? I'm no. trying to think.
2: True. But they it's they just... are they are all evil. <laughs> You're right.
0: The Mandalorian season two, we're gonna see a, a baby Trandoshan. Have you seen those? <laughs> They're cute. <laughs> <laughs> Little lizard babies. That's that's what we're at uh. in Star Wars. Um <laughs> yeah. it it what reminded what the transdo, transdo trans uh screw it it reminded <laughs> me of rebels actually because you see mm-hmm. uh one of them at the kind of the last season of 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 rebels so
1: at the mining um, facility mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> that's, yeah I mean,
2: that's really all i took away from the episode is just you know now you you see soka knows who she is. She knows like where she needs to be, what her purpose is, I guess, in a way. And then, you know, and then that's for that. I kind of was with you though, Matt, in a way that I, I really because you, know, you see, you see Ahsoka, notice mall, you know, and through the, the the holocron, and I kind of wanted in some way for the sisters to split up. Like I think you, may, um, I'm not sure if we, I'm not sure if we talked about this on the yeah. actual episode or after the episode, after last podcast. But I think it would have been interesting to show like the the younger one that was her friend, this Oka's friend, actually go with yeah. her and like join like mm-hmm. the, the new rebellion movement, and then the other right. sister joined the syndicate. You know, like somehow yeah. get forced into mm-hmm. that because of losing the spice. You know, like yeah. oh, well, now you work for me exactly. it just could it could have it could just brought in a little bit of more drama into that.
0: I think there's there's only so much that they want to go dark.
2: Oh, okay.
0: Like like maybe that's a little too kid dark. Like oh. Your sister's now a slave to the system, kid.
2: <laughs> well, that's what she, the story. Well, that's what you it. assume happened with, you know, uh, Mia Clark's character in Solo, is that somehow right. she got in yeah. trouble, and she had mm-hmm. to sell herself to stay alive. You know, and...
0: Hey, whatever you get from that PG-13 movie is completely <laughs> different than this PG-13 TV show. So, um... I mean, there's a lot of killing going on. I, uh, um... I, um I didn't put this together until I was listening to uh, another podcast. Um, I know I do. <laughs> I, I, t- I typically don't listen to a lot of other Star Wars podcasts. No, no offense. Um, there's a couple in my rotation, but I've been enjoying um, Women of the Wills, um, mm-hmm. which is basically if you're familiar with what we do on the j and Jack podcast. And the fact that we have a ramble cast, which is basically just the guys' show, <laughs> and there's the broadcast, which is the girls' show. It's it's kind of uh, it would be like if you got Owen and Beru's, except just um, all women. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so not 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 bad. Um, but they brought up a, an interesting point that I hadn't thought about. But Anakin specifically. Uh, you know he kills trench in the mm-hmm. um way way back in, in the bad batch episodes right he kills trench kind of uses some dark side kind of like energy there you know i mean mm-hmm. he's just definitely channeling, mm-hmm. channeling his inner jedi rage and he conveniently gets the detonator to destroy any evidence because if they took over that ship they'd find like the actual like oh hey like He actually sliced off his arms. I mean, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, I never thought of that as, like, basically covering his tracks. Because, And specifically, it connects to the coming episode. Actually, I'm jumping all the way to the 10th episode. But when Obi-Wan is kind of talking to Ahsoka and is like, look, between you and me, things are kind of messed up because Anakin cut off Dooku's head. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like there's there's a little bit of a, a trailer or a connection of the fact that Anakin is covering his tracks. He's he's hiding what he's becoming. Like that, it's it's brewing there.
2: I kind of felt that was a little bit of a mistake to actually say it that Anakin killed Dooku. Like, it just an episode because, like, if you're trying to watch it chronologically, that's kind of a spoiler. You know, it's like, hey, you you know? like, you know, it's like you should have just said, hey, Dooku's dead. You Know and then leave it at that just because, like, you know, Anakin, yeah. you know, don't say Anakin killed him because then you're like, oh, well, I know that Anakin's gonna kill Dooku now. I'm like, oh,
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's nothing replaces the do it, do it now. <laughs> He's got
2: a Mountain Dew bottle there, <laughs> Do It, <laughs> do it. <laughs>
0: uh, if Disney gets their way, guys. <laughs> I mean, when
1: Episode One came out, I had Mountain Dew cans with Star Wars characters on them.
0: That's true. That's right. Whoa! Remember that? Talk about, yeah. <laughs> talk about the the phantom beverage.
2: I remember getting oh. yelled at. I remember getting yelled at by friends because I would get the McDonald's toys, you know, the Star Wars Episode One McDonald's toys, and not open them. And they're like, "What do you think they're gonna be worth? Something?" I was like, "They could be. They
0: <laughs> could be." Your friends were right, though. <laughs> <laughs> that, that fan and menace marketing is like totally saturated. You need true. to buy in on, on the last movie because cause that's where it's at, you know, not as much as made. They don't think it's gonna go far. So <laughs> that's true. You you gotta get the power of the force line from Kenner. That's what you need to do. So. Well, I mean
2: not not to <laughs> Dive, you know, not to go too much into toys, but you know, I mean, I, I definitely have a lot of those black series, the limited mm-hmm. ones that came out at first, you know, and then like I've got two or three Comic Con exclusive ones, you know, the, the black series that they're worth some money because, like, the Bubble Fett one that came out in 2010, I think, you know, has you know, Han and Carbonite, which is only oh, yeah. only available mm-hmm. at Comic Con. I've got Java with you know, the, his actual uh, platform, platform, you know, and then, mm-hmm. so it's like things like that, like, they're, they're worth some money.
1: Yeah, I I have quite the collection myself, and I kick myself because there's a couple that I could have bought for like twenty dollars back in the day, and I look at look on eBay or just Amazon or whatever, and it's like oh <laughs> sixty bucks, a hundred bucks, and I'm like,
2: Crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's funny, but like sometimes you just don't know. Like uh, I think it was Comic Con 2011. Uh, one of the Hasbro exclusives was a, a carbonite chamber, a big carbonite chamber, and each side of it had a a little three inch from each, each movie, like a different one.
0: Oh, wow. And then
2: that's inside cool. inside the carbonite jam, when you lifted it up, it was Jar Jar Banks frozen in carbonite. Oh. and carbonite. I thought I was like, that's a really funny joke. You know, I was like, yeah. I bought that thing for, I think it was $60 brand new at, at Comic-Con. Get on eBay now. It's worth like $65. <laughs> it's been almost 10 years.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you're back.
2: We're back. Oh, did I flip?
1: Yeah.
0: I, I don't know what you did. I don't know how you got, got, got out like that. That was what, weird.
2: Did, what, did you hear everything I said?
1: You said something I about, I think the $65 and then they kind of cut.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Well, it was, yeah, it's worth 60. Now it's worth 10 years later or roughly it's worth $65. So it's like, it, you know, why has that not gone up in price? But yeah, <laughs> that's basically what I was saying.
0: Um what hasn't gone up in price is our love and hatred for Jar Jar Banks. Um <laughs> I, we're we're taking a pause here in, in our Clone Wars talk. Recently, um I, I saw this uh I think somebody had shared it on Facebook um that there was a Star Wars, you can watch all nine at the same time, now, Like the mm-hmm. some YouTuber um had, had done this. Oh my gosh, this was like sports for the family. Like my kids and I were like watching all nine at the same time. And we're trying to play <laughs> tic-tac-toe with the, um, with the nine squares. And like, you're like, Oh, Luke's in all three of these, you know, are not all three, but yeah, you can get him across the bottom or, you know, across the middle or you can get Obi-Wan <laughs> gotcha. like diagonal, like, mm-hmm. well, no, he's not in any of the last three. Yeah, so, true. True. but my, my daughter was also lining up like main female, characters you know leia padme ray you get those in a a Hmm. row um so seriously in a time of no sports if if you (laughs) have an hour to kill like and and then we just fast forwarded towards the end because we were like oh how is it all gonna end like which one's gonna end sooner don't look it up before you start like just as a as you know if you're if you're with other people you know it's i guess just by yourself just guess which one's going to like end the first and then the next and so on and and i know that we can know which one's the longest because we Mm -hmm. all are aware that the last guy is Mm -hmm. the longest um but it is kind of fun to watch them all go away so Hmm. um and it reveals something at the end but i won't tell you what oh but uh yeah so check it out um the all nine movies at the same time star wars all nine movies so I maybe there's different YouTubers that do different things, but like when it goes mm-hmm. to black, when it finishes off, then it makes a picture like a little mosaic. Oh, yeah. I'll anyway, that out. Um, sorry, that was a side tangent, but somewhat related because someone also shared recently um, in some feed that I'd seen where they took Revenge of the Sith and married mm-hmm. it up with this last episode, Chapter 10. Uh, oh, ahsoka and maul and like the the timing of some of it is like you know like the tension building them talking like maul or uh not maul but uh mace going to confront the emperor and then like no. how and then all the way up until anakin's turn um and the end when it's it was i was like oh wow that's it's pretty interesting timing sorry i'm jumping around here no, no it's fine um, it's all good so I guess I guess the last fortune cookie we'll ever get is, you can change who you are, but you cannot run from yourself. Right. That's mm-hmm.
2: what I said. Like when you walked off, is yeah. That was the the uh, the, fortune. Yeah, that yeah. was the takeaway. You know, was about Ahsoka is that you know she right. is, she is a Jedi. She always will be a Jedi. And then, yeah, it is interesting how we don't get the fortune cookies now. It's just part one or part two, and uh,
0: I'm am f- fine with it. I mean, it makes yeah. it like a movie, you know. I yeah. like, it, it feel. I'm, act-
2: I'm actually hoping once you know we can actually get out out and about again that Disney chooses to release these four in the in the cinema. Mm. Um, that would yeah. be really really nice, you know, oh, this, yeah. you know. we got the original Clone Wars movie. I'd like to, and this because this is this is basically a film. I mean paced that way. They've you know, you know done the, the motion capture for it. I mean it's 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 really well done. So.
0: I, I would be fine with um you know just on a cool DVD or Blu-ray or like yeah. just all spliced together like as a movie. Um, oh, somebody, I'm sure somebody will do it.
2: <laughs> I, oh yeah.
0: I I don't understand like uh I mean I know there's different states are are doing different measures, but for drive-ins cause I I have one in my, my, my city here. I feel like they could make some money just by playing really some of the popular movies over the last like couple of years. Like they could play Avengers Endgame, and I would take my son and go and, you know, watch a double feature with that and throw another movie on there and it doesn't have to even be new, but I would totally support my local drive-in and, you know, I mean, it it seems like a, a market there. <laughs> for Even the old ones, sometimes.
2: Like you know, there's definitely, I would go see old movies and movie theaters and drive in. just because it's like, oh, I haven't seen that. I won't see it in that, in that way.
0: Yeah. You yeah. Know, like
2: if someone says, oh, we're going to play Casablanca, you know, in a month, I'm like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, okay, I'll go watch it. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Or something. You know, for Brave sure. Art, something.
1: Yeah. Like, uh I saw the Back to the Future movies, all three back, back to back on October 15th, 2015 or whatever it was when it was like the nice. anniversary with well, the day that Marty went into the future, and they played all three. And because I was born in 86, like, I never saw those movies in theaters. We had them on VHS mm-hmm. as a kid. Yeah, like, go in the movie theater, whether it's a drive-through or, or drive-through. <laughs> drive through or a drive through <laughs> Drive-in, drive-in, or just, uh, yeah. I mean, seeing those little movies would be, should I be, something I would do, sure. Yeah, sure.
0: I mean, I, you know, that's one of the things that gained Star Wars popularity back in, in the 70s was, you know, it came out, you know but then the very next year you could go to the movie theater and see it again or it would be like thrown onto like a like a drive-in but double feature with you know Mm -hmm. something else because let's let's face it you know we didn't have vcrs where we could just pop it (laughs) in and watch it in the in the 70s that's what people did and they just went to the theater again yeah so that's
2: why i say like some of those older ones like gone with the wind and wizard of oz mm have made so much money is because you know Oh yeah! That they had to re-release them, you know, all the time, just, and so you would that would just continually make money off of people going back to the theaters to see them.
0: Um, well, before uh, we we end up going to the theater, I just want to take a, a, a small commercial break right now so that uh, we can we can thank whoever pops in. <laughs> Uh, and we're back. I, I never know. I never know uh, who's who's going to what commercial. You know, it's like if I listen, it's just like, the Hoosier Lotto is ready to blow, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like very targeted <laughs> to me. It,
2: it definitely does, yeah. Cause I, especially when I get... Sometimes I get mad because like, uh, I get jack-in-the-box, and there's no jack-in-the-box in Northern Colorado. You're like, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I have to go down to Denver well um yeah, let's go ahead and start yeah let's let's circle back to old friends not forgotten because there's a lot um especially within like I'd say the first what five minutes of this episode that it's just yeah. like Easter egg Easter egg Easter egg are there's these even so Easter eggs it's just it's,
2: it's things that you know you know and yeah. you're like, oh like, that's mm-hmm. cool you know yeah because like, we've already said like it felt like a movie this feels like a prequel movie you know like from minute one. And like, where do I have like? Because we've already talked about like the, the the logo and you know the red letters, you know, that come in instead of the traditional yellows, you know. And and, uh, and this
0: is, I assume, our last like you know guy on a news radio kind of thing because he's giving yeah. an announcement at the beginning. We don't get it at the at the beginning of of chapter two. No, it's a cold. I think this is yeah. it. Yeah. And and I and this opening, which when you're watching it, you're like, holy, like this is. Like you're on the verge of Order 66, you're watching it and you're seeing some of the characters or, or not characters, but the uh, the Jedi that they're showing, and you're like, oh my gosh, like this is just right around the corner,
2: right? That's what I like about the newsreel bit is because like it, it sets it up perfectly for a lot of things. Like him just saying, like, you know, massive attacks by the you know, separatist leaders have stretched the Jedi out into distant worlds, you know, so you know why they're all so yeah everywhere within the galaxy. Yeah. It's like, wow, that's a good setup you're right there, you know. And you see, you know, automatically like a little bit of a tear, you know, because it's like you see Plo Koon on Cato Des you know, you see mm-hmm. uh, Secura on uh, Felucia. like and you're sure. like, Yeah, you're like, oh my god, this is it. This is this is where they're yeah. gonna die. You know, and you're just yeah. like, This is this is it. I mean, because it's literally probably one hour before the beginning of episode three, and you're just like,
1: Oh
2: just uh-huh. mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. um okay.
0: Oh yeah, uh, I assume you're going to mention Caleb Doom.
2: Yeah, that's what I was about to get to. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, okay.
2: As was like that was probably the, the the most like I said to Matt, like blink and you miss it Easter egg it's in there. Like you know, you see the mm-hmm. the round table and all the hologram, you know, the hologram of the of the universe, and you see all the Jedi Masters, and you are like, well, who the heck's that? That little kid and that woman over there? <laughs> you know, and you're like, oh, that's that's it's you know, it's kan- uh, <laughs> Kanan, it's Kanan, yeah. You know? And uh, of course, my sister's like, "How do you know it's Canaan?" I'm like,
1: "That's his Master, right next to him.
2: Master, yeah. It's like, <laughs> look at his eyes. You can't not notice his eyes. I mean, that's him." You no, know? but yeah, that was that was just exciting to me. He's like, "Oh, that's that's cool. That you know, because he, cause he and, said and, repeatedly in Rebels, you know, like oh, I was just a kid. I don't really remember it. You know, like and you're, sure you're like, oh, that's that's cool. That
0: and and it's like." Every every beat of the first like like I said, like like this just everything. Like I they, they had to go over this again and again. Like, what's the first thing we see? What's this gonna lead into? Because it starts up with Commander Cody about ready to receive a rocket. Who comes in to save him? And it's Obi-Wan Kenobi. And oh by the way, yeah, these guys are just two days away from turning on each other. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like like Cody saves him with the the lightsaber he's saving him with his own lightsaber. Like, Oh my gosh, like what a, what a connection to make between these, these two that we've seen fight against, you know, or side by side, like this whole, this whole, you know, story essentially. So I, I loved seeing that. That was such a a cool moment. Um, And um, the moment with um, R2-D2 and Anakin straight up reminded me of, of, Luke and 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 R two D two, um, mm-hmm. and Return of the Jedi. Like the, I kept waiting for him. I don't know why he would pop up his lightsaber and Anakin wouldn't have it on him. But I I was waiting for that moment of of R two, um, and they even play the same music that bump, bump bump. Like there, it's it's a very similar like build up. Um, when I was watching it the second time, I was like, oh wow, yeah, even the music is referencing this moment
1: so even even like his walk up before that when he jumps over the wreckage and starts walking up it's just to me it emulated so much of luke and the last jedi and on crate as well as even uh i saw a a, a gif of it on on twitter <laughs> of all places but uh when kanan in rebels in the first i think it was technically the second episode but the the first hour of rebels when he reveals himself as a jedi oh yeah like he jumps dodges, up on... he jumps up and he dodges the uh, dodges the lasers just the way Anakin does. So it's kind of emulating and shadowing a couple other Jedi and, and that whole thing. We're setting up against all the, the empire in this case, the separatists, but I really like, yeah. really like that stuff.
2: There's definitely a lot of mirroring like that in these two episodes, like even in the the sli- latest one, like with Maul mm-hmm. kind of like with the laser blast command, it's like sideswiping mm-hmm. them. That was very much like a, um, What's his name? I always forget him. Vader, uh, not, not necessarily Vader. <laughs> but I'm thinking more because um, uh, like I'm only watching through
0: play Vader. Play.
2: No, uh, uh, the Kylo
1: Ren. No, uh, he freezes <laughs>
2: it. The Last Jedi uh, guy that dies gets cut in
1: half. I'm his name. Oh, Snoke.
2: Snoke. Yeah, like his. You know, like, same oh. thing. Kind of like like oh, like whips it around the room and all that. kind of
0: oh. like oh, uh, okay, you
1: know. huh? Yeah. 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 It was I mean, like, Go ahead, Matt.
0: I was just going to say, I mean, they, like, I mean, we talked to, and I, this is why we're gushing about it is that they paid attention to everything around them. Like mm-hmm. this is connecting to the Ahsoka book. This is connecting to everything we've seen in Clone Wars. This is connecting to these things. It's not, I'm going to just trample all over whatever crap you've done <laughs> and completely ignore all of these other creative people because I'm here. I've arrived. This is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah. and- there you have it, JJ yeah
1: and even to go um, to go further i have one more to, to sure to yeah gush, yeah gosh is maul emulates kylo ren and then also vader mm-hmm. when, yes. when when he's reading in the mind similar to right. what we saw kylo do and then when he reaches his hand out of course that's classic vader and of course kylo to, to ray as well but that oh, moment
0: yeah,
1: that's so yeah, iconic like, in star wars mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it definitely, like, uh, and it kind of even re- made me, it reminded me of what I did like in Rise of Skywalker and the fact of the, the the dyad between the two of them and the fact that they're connected. And here you have uh, Maul and, and Ahsoka, like being, being two sides of, of these kind of tossed aside apprentices, you know, that mm. are, you know, right here at the fall of the Republic, you know, and... Um anyway, uh back to, to yeah. uh the story beat and actually what <laughs> happens because you were jumping all over the place. Yeah. Um yeah, go ahead. Well, I mean I don't you have the notes. Just little things
2: like uh so you know they get after the they win this little battle here, like you get a, a message from Admiral, I always forget his name. Oh yeah. Y- you um, You know, yeah. and here's where we're first time. Chronologically, I guess we hear Code Fulcrum, you know, which will come mm-hmm. back in mm-hmm. the future. Uh, and you know, they you know come back to the ship, and this is where we see Ahsoka with uh, uh, Bocaton, and of course, Anakin's super excited. You're know, like, oh, like hey, like you're alive, <laughs> and all this, you know. And you can see, especially in the next scene too, like you know, very stern and businesslike Ahsoka, like you know, like hey, like I've got information to tell you and I, I just thought that was interesting of how like she's embraced who she is you know she's no longer the the padawan it's kind of like you know like hey we're cool but
0: we've got some other stuff to do I, I actually, <laughs> it's, it's what, such a i mean it's like yeah i went out and i got this other job and you know i'm doing good yeah, i'm doing good, good. i don't yeah. i don't really need
2: uh i'm all about business right now and, i quit uh, that other job you know i got better benefits yeah. with this one um yeah. <laughs> well actually the thing that, that really uh, because I always like detail like that was, you know, the previous episode Ahsoka just had on this uh just cloth headband around her uh, tentacles or whatever you want to call them, her, her, her hair. And um, now she has this Mandalorian kind of yes. band around her forehead. And I was very, because they don't really explain it. You know, it's just like, what mm-hmm. is that exactly? Is it something for communication or what? You know, but she wears it in both of these episodes and I'm just kind of curious like why she kind of embraced this mandalorian uh headdress
0: it's a good good question i mean i i was kind of wondering too um I, and i have no no answer to that so yeah. was, it's like she picked up a custom she was like hey this looks cool i like this, looks this. good yeah <laughs> um the uh okay so they get this message. They 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 talk to, to Ahsoka. Ahsoka's basically like, Bye Felicia. I'm just here for <laughs> I don't know. Like uh it was funny, like just how Anakin was such like a puppy dog. Like, hey, you're back. You've been gone all day. And I really it really was I mean, because he probably thinks of her as like a kid sister, but as well as
2: that yeah. you know she was his student, you know, and he he does have affection and some responsibility for her life, you know, and so he it's kind of sad in a way. Um and uh, so, anyway, yeah. She also tells him like, "Hey, Maul's on Mandalore," and we we discovered this in the previous episode that we forgot to mention uh, that when <laughs> she opened up the telecommunications, that she traced Maul's call back and said like, "What's he doing on Mandalore?" You know, and so right. this is where we get this information. Mm-hmm. Um, I, well, me and uh, Matt have talked about this a little bit, um, but bo is trying to make the case of like, hey, you guys need to come with us to Mandalore to get rid of Maul. And there's a there's a number of things going on here, which I just loved. Uh, the first one, which I thought was, this is my nitpick of it, was she doesn't really provide any proof <laughs> that, <laughs> uh, that Maul's there. And Obi-Wan's going, well, you know, if we did, then we'd be basically breaking a hundred year old treaty with Mandalore and we'd be going to war. And she's like, well, what's another war, which I did kind of yeah. like, yeah. but one thing that I really like there's a, there's a, a, a good duality in this next lion scene that's going on, which is, you know, bo gets mad. She's like, I thought my sister meant something to you, you know?
0: Oh, okay. And that's what you were referencing.
2: Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I'm referencing. And you, <laughs> and you see, because if you go back and watch some of the older, the previous Clone Wars episodes, you do see that there's a relationship there between Mm -hmm. uh, Bo-Katan's sister and Obi-Wan. And he says, I do, and I still do. You know, I have feelings for her. But you see this kind of Anakin standing there, because Obi-Wan never admitted it to Anakin that he actually had a relationship. He just basically said, I knew her a long time ago. So now, as we've seen earlier with Obi-Wan knowing about Padme and Anakin. Now Anakin knows about for sure uh, with Satine and, and Obi-Wan. But whereas an Obi-Wan always did the noble thing and basically almost sacrificed his love for the order. You see this opposite of what, you know, what's going to happen is the opposite with Anakin. You know, I, I just could see that going like, this is an interesting little tidbit that I just liked. I don't
1: know if you guys thought of that too, but oh yeah, no, I I definitely I was thinking about that, and that was interesting because if you think about when the arc where Duchess Satine ends up getting killed by Maul, mm. uh, yes, it's Satine. Um, did I not say oh, Satine?
0: Oh, no, you did. I, I thought you did. <laughs> um, I'm I'm just joking in the in the chat here. Right? Oh, I got it covered <laughs> up. That's why I can't see it. <laughs> It but uh, salty. salty. <laughs> <laughs> she was a bit in, salty. Uh, yeah. yeah.
1: But in in that arc, Obi Wan does make the emotional call, and he borrows the ship from Anakin and goes to try to save her, and he, she ends up dying. So here, he's almost learned that lesson of like, I need to follow the Force and do what's right, even if it's not what my heart wants me to do. I need to do what's right. So he, when he says he does care about her, I think he totally still does, but he's learned that. He can't just run off and do what he wants. That's not. it's not what you're supposed to do.
0: I think he. I think there's also this part of Obi Wan that's just like he's kind of all in. Like this is mm-hmm. this is my path. This is you know it's like he's so indoctrinated into that that I think that like when he was a younger Jedi, like his heart was probably more prone to those things. But now that he's more salty.
2: <laughs> no. I I just finished that season two trilogy of episodes 12, 13, and 14 when the, we first meet. Uh, oh, okay. It's a teen. And I, I'd wrote that. And I know, Matt, you read it, but like I, I really wished because, you know, Obi-Wan, where she admits that she loved Obi-Wan, and Obi-Wan admits, like, if you would have said the word, I would have left the Jedi Order. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I kind of wished at the very end there because he kind of grabs her, you know, and they kind of like part as friends, but I kind of wish that Obi-Wan would have said like, once the Clone Wars rover, you know, I'll leave, I'm going to leave the order or something like that. Just cause it would have made it so much more tragic. Oh, but,
0: yeah. You yeah. know, or bittersweet. <laughs> yeah. Shakespearean. Yeah. Very. Yeah.
2: Like, Oh, it's never going to happen. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Instead, you're going to be old and crusty in the desert. <laughs>
1: maybe a little, maybe a little salty.
2: Yeah. And a little salty.
0: Yeah. <laughs> It comes with the sand because it gets yeah. everywhere. Um, <laughs> all right. So, so they, um, I think we're leading up to like the part that did make you cry. It got dusty in the room.
2: It did. This, this scene of all the things we've seen in Clone Wars, this one got me misty eyed just because I'm always a sucker for respect, I guess, you know, <laughs> Uh I thought I don't want to interrupt so you when, man, if you want to talk about
0: it. Yeah. No, no. Uh um uh, Ahsoka getting, you know, like basically seeing Rex and then Rex having the painted helmets and the whole like
2: Well, it's like, not just that. It, it's just that, you know, the Anakin and her walking down the corridor, you know, you, you have the first two clone troopers salute oh, her, right. you know, and then Anakin, you know, and she's you know basically being like anybody else. I'm no longer a Jedi. Like, why are they saluting me? You know, and he's because like, yeah. you know, basically clone troopers never forget. They know what they did for what you did for them. And they, they and they respect you, and you know. And at first, you thought like that's going to be it, but no. Then the doors open up, you know, and there's, like the whole squad. there all you know with the painted helmets and the respect, and they all come and they're there for her. You know, yeah. that's what got me. It's just like, mm. Mm. you know, just tugging <laughs> on the heartstrings, like yeah! you know, not the even the Anakin and Ahsoka bit. Like it's just like just the oh, fact okay. that the that the. Uh, the clone troopers, you know, cause that's what you, you, always get that from them. You know, they're brothers, you know, they all look mm-hmm. out for each other. Yeah. There's a few episodes where like, you know, there's, there's the traitor and the, and the, uh, the different ones, but you know, but for the most part though, they all stick together there and that's what they think of her. And so it just kind of
0: just really drove home for me. I, I hope that they make that connection or pull that thread from the, from the first arc into this, this storyline, at least with, um, Rex, I mean, because ultimately, like where we're headed with these two characters and, and where they go, it's like I kind of I kind of want to see Rex and why he gives it up. I mean, he could have stuck with them, but I, I kind of want to see that that switch in him, too.
2: I, I think we'll get that. I think whenever if it's next, next one or the the last one, whenever we see Order right. 66, because I'm assuming that Rex is going to be very responsible for probably saving her life um, because his chip is not in his head. So you know he's not going to turn. Uh, whereas in the rest of the squad, you don't know.
0: But see, we never saw the chip removed. And I know that he removes it just based on what happens in Rebels and mm-hmm. what he says. But the, I guess there's that part of me that like, okay, is the chip already out? Does he know about it? Like how, like, like, I, I'm, I'm I'm waiting for the Commander Cody... Uh, you know, Obi-Wan moment where it's just like moments before he's like, yeah, I better get this chip out. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, oh, just in time.
2: <laughs> well, it could be some just, you know, cause not, not to get too heavy on you know, Maul's taking captured. He's captured now. Like yeah. for all we know, Maul could try to escape and Rex gets a bump on the head and they're like, Oh, we have to operate. And there you go. I mean, like, that would be kind of simple, but it could be something like that. You
0: know, the Bad Batch comes in. They're like, the bad we're batch. helping you out. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking to blow
2: something up. <laughs> Your head. Uh,
0: uh, <laughs>
2: uh, but, you know, then now going to Ahsoka and Anakin, this this one kind of gets you too, because this is probably mm. the last time they're going to see each other. Ever. Yeah, well, yeah, not yeah. really ever, but like this is the, the last time he's Anakin. You know, the last time she right. sees his, next time she sees his eyes, it's going to be through the Vader helmet.
0: And rebels, -hmm. you know. Or if we're gonna get another hologram before he turns. Because we already got an Mm Obi-Wan hologram. True. So and they're kind of telegraphing in like what's happening in the background, you know. So I I don't know. Um, you know, I I, there's that part of me that I'm with you, like, but I also thought like the last time we were gonna see Obi Wan was in this old friend's not forgotten. I kind of thought, like, okay, he says. May the force be with you. That's his piece out. Yeah, it did. It felt like yeah. a goodbye, like the, that whole scene did. Actually, you know, one of the things that took
2: away from that scene <laughs> was I was so impressed with the CGI uh, for when <clears throat> the doors open, when the alarm goes off, and Obi-Wan mm-hmm. comes running, and I'm like, dang, whoever drew him running like that? I was like, they needed an award, because that was, it, <laughs> it, they, they I could tell they really, really my, under a microscope made those motions look really <laughs> real. It was the same as like with um, you know later we see the Maul and Ahsoka fight you know the motion capture like just really brings it brings it to life, but um yeah but anyway the alarm goes off and this is what we were talking about earlier Uh, uh, Obi Wan runs in says you know the the capital's under attack and uh, the Shock T is there to uh, protect but we've lost communication and this was you know like I said this is um, really interesting to me because. It's kind of confirming the whole Shock T thing because it's mm-hmm. so in the Tar- Tarakovsky series, you know, Shock T is because it's a cartoon, she's just left tied up at the end of that series uh, after Grievous gets Palpatine, you know. But then we have two deleted scenes in episode three one where Shock T is on the actual ship with Grievous and he kills mm-hmm. her. You have another deleted scene where she's in the Jedi temple and Anakin stabs her in the back. And then you have the Yoda vision. So it's like, so you don't, you know, it kind of leaves it open to you, I guess, to what you want to believe happens to shock T, but I just kind of like that. It's like, Oh, it's confirming that some of this actually happened.
1: Yeah. It's interesting. Like you said, like it doesn't really confirm any of them, even Yoda's vision. All it shows is her getting stabbed through the, uh, through the back so it's really up to you to kind of decide you whether you think it's Anakin or Grievous and Mm -hmm. you really can't be wrong either way as long as you know she dies that's all that really really matters ultimately for her is that she dies but yeah I mean
2: I always liked a lot of these random Jedi and I always wanted a little bit more from them um that's why I like Ventress is always one of my favorite characters because we got so much of her you know and she's she's this not Sith, but is a Sith and is a Jedi, but not a Jedi. And like, you know, she has her good and bad elements and it's like this nice mm-hmm. struggle.
1: For sure. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think right. okay. the the goodbye of Ahsoka and Anakin, I really like that too. That was sure. the, fa- the fact that you know, she's, even though she's gonna hear about Vader and know about him before the Twilight of the Apprentice episode and Rebels, like you, like you said, the next time they actually are gonna physically see each other uh maybe there'll be a hologram like matt was saying i mean i i feel like there won't be because i feel like uh, the fact that like i guess jumping into this this the newest episode where maul tells her that anakin's being groomed to be this apprentice Mm. she doesn't believe him so i feel like to me that might mean that she's not gonna reach out to him because even though obi-wan suggests that she does The fact that she doesn't believe it, I feel like she doesn't want to like doubt herself.
2: That I was going to get to that later, but like that, that to me was the most return of the Jedi moment to me is that when Maul is actually telling her the truth, and we're all kind of like, oh, you know. But yeah. it was also it reminded me of the emperor, you know, and, and Luke, because mm-hmm. like at that moment, when you know when Luke goes, you know, your overconfidence is your weakness, and he says your faith in your friends is yours, that is what Ahsoka is doing in that moment. She has mm-hmm. too much faith in Anakin to believe mm-hmm. the truth. And That's I was good. like, that is like I and mean, it's just poetic justice, you know. Yeah.
1: I didn't think of that. That's awesome.
0: Hmm. Um sorry I had to step away there for but everything you said was great. I, <laughs> I didn't disappear like a uh, ghost Obi-Wan um,
2: but uh, oh, but, okay so still on the Anakin and uh, Ahsoka scene so she gets basically lightsaber? Obi-Wan not the lightsaber we haven't got there yet we're gonna get there but uh, <laughs> so you know uh, basically Obi-Wan kind of like what we see later with Ahsoka saying like oh he had more important things to do than to deal with you uh you know he's pulling Anakin and himself away to to not save the Republic but to save Palpatine, which is an I thought was an interesting take because mm-hmm. Ahsoka's eyes have been opened in that this is not the right thing to do. You're choosing to save one person over <clears throat> all these people that really do need your help. And uh I kind of thought that was neat, just a different perspective. Like the perspectives well, of how they've changed.
0: Yeah. Well and, and the fact that she points out the flaw in it mm-hmm. but she's she's also going to be kind of re, like her decision making and like her thought process is going to be reaffirmed by Maul mm-hmm. you know like like basically like her conversation with him is going to like kind of even though she doesn't want to believe it it's going to confirm certain things that she already feels to be true they're running off to save the Chancellor like and how ridiculous that is mm-hmm. so, um, it, so so it was it- I read, an
2: I read an interesting theory. How you know? Because you know they've always said like uh, uh, geez, know, Jar Jar was like a, secretly a Sith. Uh, <laughs> they were talking about I always forget how to say his name, but Mundi. You know the guy, the guy with the cone head and the little white. Oh yeah, the mustache that dies. Yeah, um, Yadi Mundi. That's it. Yeah, they were talking about how actually he's one of the worst Jedi. Because <laughs> you <know>, like <laughs> they were like right. is because if he hadn't have. Spoken up in Revenge of the Sith about like what about the Wookiees? You know, on the you know, because there's no there's no Jedi to go help the Wookiees. So Yoda volunteers himself to go to Kashyyyk. It's like without him speaking up, Yoda would have been on Coruscant to uh, when Anakin is actually feeling conflicted and probably would have confessed oh. to Yoda and his wisdom versus. Freaking um, Windu, who's always you know, mm. like ah, oh, whatever you know, like <laughs> suck it up, and let's go, you know, and like just the little things of that, like what would have happened differently if Anakin would have con- you know have talked with Yoda versus Windu, and
0: but, maybe the Emperor was projecting himself into that person the whole time. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, back to the to the story like, to what happens here though um, they are. Basically, the the mission to Mandalore starts pretty much shortly after she gets her lightsabers. Right. Right. But does she get her lightsabers and then they get? I can't remember. How yeah, well, she gets
2: her lightsabers. Yeah, basically, yeah, he turns with her to give her the box, you know, and says, "You know, I've made some improvements." And they're they're her original lightsabers—the short one and the long one. And I always thought in the book, and then later she had white blades, but they're blue. So I No,
0: they are they are white bl- blades in uh, the book. Yes, in the book they're
1: white. Yeah. They're, they're different. They're different sabers in the book. She starts off without any sabers in the book.
0: Okay. Yes, that's right. So, which and and these it it does explain in the book too what happens to these sabers too. Mm -hmm. So, um, but uh, and you know that whole process and why she has the white blades is so cool. So.
1: Yeah, I really like that in the book. Highly recommend that.
0: Um, so uh, the um she gets the blades they run off to um mandalore yeah cool. and uh, again like the action sequence going into mandalore is so cool um
2: it, it's beyond cool like i, I actually my <laughs> note here i write mm-hmm. head to mandalore head to mandalore where oh my god awesomeness <laughs> that's my original <laughs> note <laughs> um, and I love just the playfulness of this because it shows mm-hmm. a very confident Ahsoka and like she just falls right back in the rhythm of like, yeah. of yeah. what I guess her, almost her passion of like, you know, what it, it turns her on. Cause like the fact that she uh, looks at Rex, you know, and is like, Race you to the race you to the uh, the platform, you know, and then she yeah. proceeds to jump from all these, you know, oh, ships know. to ship, you know, rescuing troopers. And then mm-hmm. as soon as she gets there, I mean, of course, I was almost like Deadpool there. Like, she's
0: gonna do a superhero landing, superhero landing. And then like, <laughs> yeah, like,
2: there it is, you know, oh, <laughs> yeah,
0: explosion in the back and everything. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah. And then uh, you know, she she just kind of quickly deflects some some bla- laser bolts, and then uh, then all the Mandalorians arrive, and then of course then Rex gets there, and she's like just looks at him like kindly. beat you yeah you know, i just <laughs> love that i mean that scene you can you cannot but help but love ahsoka in that scene it's so good but, uh, not to just keep you know hogging no no it's it's a it's a really
0: awesome action sequence i love i love the when she's flying through or she saves the the pilot that's like trapped you know and like there's just all of these like little movements that she she does like all the way to the bottom and uh and yeah, it's just like it's jetpacks galore, explosions in the sky, what's not to love. So um so this they basically get to the what is this like the I don't know what this great room would be called, right? Um mm-hmm. but uh yeah. the, there's the confrontation with um the guy that we don't like that looks like a, a knockoff of Boba Fett. Like he got <laughs> Boba Fett's armor, and right, right. I was like what if I had more gold? And some <laughs> horns, yeah. So, yeah. No, the the horn guy is is oh. wearing all red. I'm talking about the the more aristocrat. Oh, that of, guy, yeah. yeah. yeah I because yeah, he's, got he's the green
2: because he's a chancellor in the season two. You know, and I guess he's just mm-hmm. kind of worked his way up. Um, yes, that's
1: right.
2: <clears throat> but uh, but yeah, then Ahsoka goes off with. or oh, she gets a, a hail from Captain Vaughn about they were selling off the the underground systems and they noticed uh, Gar Saxon running through the, the tunnels and this is where i I really liked it was like a change of feel for the episode because like up until this point you know you have somber you have action and it almost went to a horror film in a way and that yeah. you have like these dark tunnels you can't see what's going on and it's it's um you know they think they're hunting but actually they're the ones being hunted and it's just, I just was like, oh, this is deep. You know, just the different emotions you're getting in this episode, you know. Almec, that's his name. Or
0: yeah. Sir. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Good old Almec. Almec. Yeah. <laughs> um, um,
2: and then you know the last little bit here is that you know, uh, oh, well, anyway, so yeah, the the troopers are all scattered, am, ambushed, you know, in yeah. the tunnel. Oh, the, in the, yeah. Sorry.
0: Yeah. No, just, uh, her and, and, um, Rex got split up and, and basically b- between the two weeks, I was just like, well, Rex is going to come and save her. Like he's got yeah. to like come, yeah. come and save her. Right. Um, but which I, I thought I, was
2: kind of weird because they're down deep and their comms don't work at the end of this episode, but yet at the very beginning of this one, like she just hits a button and like, Oh, they can, can get that signal
0: out, but you can't get the other <laughs> signal out. It's a different technology. Mode, oh, okay. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, yeah.
1: it's not yeah. clock convenience. It's different technology absolutely
0: mm-hmm. yeah more analog <laughs> it's really like kind of simpler <laughs> technology you just push a glowing button on your wrist um no i mean i thought this this episode though old friends not forgotten it's close to being a perfect episode like it's just it, got it about was. everything yeah
2: it was i mean both of them 10 out of 10s i mean they're great yeah. you know uh i
0: mm-hmm. did i mean
2: the last little bit if you want to get to it Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Go for it. Maul
2: finally appears after all the other clone troopers that are with Ahsoka get wiped out, and Maul basically just says, "You know, I was hoping for Kenobi."
1: You know, because
0: I, I also, and refresh me. uh, Maybe it's in the very next episode because it basically goes seamlessly right. Oh, yeah, it's a It's a
2: cold open right there at the same spot.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. and um but when he's talking to her about uh, Obi-Wan and he says something about like, Oh, I was hoping that he would bring like basically Skywalker. He alludes to, to Skywalker. Mm -hmm. But at that point you just think he's just kind of like pish posh. I don't care about, about that. Like I want, and you still think he's on the the Kenobi thing, but really he did want to kill Skywalker.
2: Right. Mm -hmm. He always said it dismissive. Like, uh, like he always would like, I was hoping for Kenobi and usually not too far behind Kenobi is his lackey. He didn't say lackey, but basically kind of yeah. like, that, like his lackey Skywalker,
0: you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and at that point I did, I was just like, Oh, he's being dismissive about Skywalker. He's never met them. Just like he's never met Ahsoka. Like who, who, why would he care about these people? But clearly, yeah, he's after. Um, I just, I liked that reveal. Um, And in the next episode, I, I, I wanted to mention it, but there's, a scene where he's talking to Ahsoka, uh, Maul is, and he is revealing the whole shebang. And mm-hmm. the way he says Darth Sidious, it is so good. It's like both voice acting and the way they animated him, because the way he says Darth and the way he says Sidious, he's crying. It's like he's like it's painful for him to even mm-hmm. say the name. And I and I just love all that conveys through um, and that just voice acting and the way they animated him um, really brought it through, through, like as far as like him being like a, a character, you know, like it's just, it's more than just.
2: And that's what I'm saying about this. That's why I liked it is because they really have made Maul this great character. Cause I mean, you look at him in episode one, he has what two lines, you know, and he's mm-hmm. just basically an yeah. acrobatic, guy and then you think yeah. oh man that was such a waste of a character it was so great and then you've seen this through the Clone Wars cartoons like this what we wanted you know with this of like what a Sith apprentice could be in a way even though mm-hmm. he's not anymore but it's just like and he's and he knows this whole plan he knows like and it's not only that if you're getting all these traditional Sith things like we talked about earlier like the hand reaching like I need someone to help me you know and You and you've seen these really great dualities as well of uh, Ahsoka actually saying like yeah I'll join you you know and then like like I said earlier like uh, her having too much faith in Anakin made her not believe Maul Uh, and you want to yell at her in some ways but (laughs) later up on the the scaffolding when they're fighting. Uh, Ahsoka says something that's really brilliant because you know because you know that's what what would have happened is that uh, you know she said you know we could you know he's like we could have beaten Sidious and she's like only for you to take his place because you know uh-huh. that's what would have happened and you're like yes exactly because that's what mm-hmm, I that's that's where like the frustration is that you know what's going to happen in you know, in episode three and you and you want Ahsoka to join him but um it's oh, shit. um. <laughs> it's it's it... oh, crap, guys. I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought.
1: <laughs>
0: that's all good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I um, I know that there, there's, there's, uh, and we we really haven't talked about the plot of of episode ten. Um, you know, there's there's the war that's going on outside uh, in, in Mandalore as um, really like this is kind of Ahsoka and Maul's kind of story. Um, but isn't there a scene, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I swore I saw um, the um, the person from Solo, Dryden Voss. Yes. Um, yes. It, like makes a cameo. No, so, um, Not only that. So, yeah. Go, so ahead. Go ahead.
1: So there's okay. a, a, a scene after Ahsoka gets rescued by Rex and Maul gets away and all that. And they've taken, I think it's Jesse, the clone trooper Jesse. Mm-hmm. So right, right before we kind of get to that scene, I think, uh, Gar Saxon, who, if you're familiar with Rebels or the Son of Dathomir comic, you know who he is. Um, but he comes in and as he comes in, uh, he, you see Maul cu- kind of wrapping up a conversation with Dryden Vos, uh, Crimson the Dawn, P- I think, uh, a yeah. Pike from the Pike Syndicate. And then a, it's, it's not who I think you think it is, Nick, because actually I saw that. And I oh. can't, I have to look up the name, but it's a it's a male Faline. Um
0: Oh, oh, from Black Sun? It's Black, yes, from Black it's Sun. Prince, it's Black Prince Sun. Yeah.
1: See, I, I, somebody said it was Prince Zizor, but then somebody said, no, it's this guy and said, let me, if you, I'll, I'll look it up real quick. If you guys mm, want okay. to keep going. Awesome. Yeah. You, you, you do see Dryden Voss, though. You really, yeah, you do you see
0: Dryden Voss. Oh, Zintan Moj? Maybe? Let yeah. I me mean, look. So, um, that's that's what I, I I just just read so um so yeah Moj is a faline so he was in the episode uh, Eminence so my trans Z- yeah.
2: hit me <laughs> like where I was, was with,
1: when somebody said it was Prince or online I was like well in season five there was a bunch of them and it wasn't him I don't know why it would be him now he has Z I <laughs> Z I T U N M O J whoever you <yeah>, know whatever
0: that's <laughs> gonna be my new handle
1: moj. So, <laughs>
0: um no that's it, uh when it first happened, it happened so quick that I was asleep, like, mm-hmm. and um yeah i I uh, missed it the second time through for whatever reason, so well
2: it's another one of those if you blank you miss it kind of thing, yeah, so. yeah, because it's it's far enough away from the point you mm-hmm. were getting where, like you just kind of see them in the background, yeah, but it's just you know it's just one of those little
1: and the Easter eggs, like, ooh, did you catch who that was? Yeah, and I, it, I think, oh, go ahead. I mean, it just helps connect things, to even like, like we were talking about earlier, like all these references and illusions and shadows. Like, it just makes the world a little more connected. Just bringing in Dragon Voss from the solo movie, it's like, mm-hmm. and then can you see Maul at the end of solo? i are like, well, of course, it all connects. It makes sense that he would be talking to him at this point. If he's talking to the people that lead his syndicate groups, it just makes perfect sense. Yeah, it's not major. If you miss it, you don't really lose out on anything right. if you catch it. It just makes everything a little bit stronger and cohesive.
0: Um, I do. Um, I know we're we're, uh, we're not into the heart of this episode, and I, and for whatever reason, I can't remember the ins and outs of the plot. Like I remember like <laughs> sure. some of the main like talking points between the two of them because those stand out. But like sure. uh, well, everything yeah. else, I'm just like.
2: We'll just start at the beginning then. Like, um, So the, the one thing we did skip over was when uh, picking up right where it left off. So you have Ahsoka and Maul there having a conversation. Her lightsabers are ignited. He's just walking around casually like, you know, and then he's like, "Yeah, you know, I was expecting Kenobi, you know, and she's this is where she's saying like, oh, he had more important things to do. And instead of getting mad like Maul normally would, you know, like, mm-hmm. like I want all the attention on me, he basically yeah. says – is the moment at hand, you know? Right. And so he's sensing, because like, as we've confirmed later in the episode that for the last couple of weeks, he's been having these dreams. He's been feeling the dark side growing stronger and stronger and stronger. So he knows something is up. Mm-hmm. I was actually kind of impressed or curious, like why Maul knew so much about the plan though. Cause this was, you know, this is a long time in the past since he's really been in contact with Sidious. I kind of, Found a little, just a little bit hard to believe that he knew that much about the plan of like what was going to happen.
0: I don't think he would have known about the clones. No, I don't mm-hmm. think so either. But I, I think that he would have known that that he would have obviously known that Palpatine was working towards a complete takeover. Mm-hmm. So, and the fact that he senses the dark side growing uh, immensely, he knows that like at some point the dark. The dark side is going to reign over the galaxy and that's what he's he's probably like also the death of all of that jedi like i mean he i i saw somewhere that uh someone made the the connection about the the three villains from the prequels and how they each have something of what darth vader becomes mm-hmm. um maul with rage and kind of the the revenge basically aspect um dooku uh is a fallen Jedi. And then obviously, like Grievous is more mm-hmm. machine than man. So, mm-hmm. and I was like, huh, that's, I mean, of the things that annoy me with the prequels, it's also cool to see those like really cool, like nuanced things that, that George was, was always like thinking about. So,
2: it's like I always forget the name of um, the god that Maul is based on. Um,
0: a- oh,
1: uh, Cis- Sisyphus or Sisyphus, something like Cipheus.
2: that? Yeah. Cause like even in the last fight, you know, like uh, basically the whole fight with Ahsoka, he has the advantage, you know, I mean, for the most part, she she mocks him a little bit going like, you know, it's a good thing Anakin's not here because, you know, it would have been a quick fight, but you know, I never got the feeling he was intentionally trying to kill her. Whereas in, you know, Ahsoka's Mm -hmm. fighting for her life Mm -hmm. and he's, he's got it one up until the end. He always fails. I mean, that's just, that's the character. Like he never really succeeds. And that's why he is so, was such a frustrating and angry character. It's Like, you know, he's, smart but i actually liked that ending a lot because i thought it was going to go like a typical grievous kind of story like oh he gets away in the ship and that's it but then it really shocked me you know
0: i yeah that was probably like the other one big takeaway that i remember about this episode and and one of the strong points is we're talking about like the hand reaching out or like the like the, the, the join me you know or die kind of kind of thing and how you expect it to go down with him escaping and her she goes her, her way. And but no, th- like she actually captures, she sets out and does what Obi-Wan tells her to do. Mm-hmm. Boom, yeah. take that Jedi order.
1: And so Nick, that was a surprise for you.
2: That was a, yeah, because I'm I always tend to have a little bit of a, a pessimistic view on th- certain things. I'm just like, oh, they're gonna cop out, they're gonna so if that if, whenever yeah. I am pleasantly surprised like that, when it's like, mm-hmm. oh wow, like. They went a route I didn't think we were gonna go I was like that always makes me happy you know that I didn't see that coming
1: the, the the reason I ask is it's actually in the ahsoka novel that's actually one of there's like a couple little flashback moments and one of them actually references how like right before Anakin runs off like she does capture all so mm, I actually sure. I've actually known for years that this that's how it was gonna end not because I thought ahsoka could do it or whatever <laughs> uh but like so it was inter- inter- interesting to me that you've been able to not get that fact at any point so that's that's pretty cool they got to be a surprise for you
2: yeah i
0: was Yeah, i like to be pleasantly surprised uh i i loved uh i mean i haven't of, gotten to that part in the ahsoka novel so i'm well
1: i'd say, spo- that... say spoiler alert but since you just saw it happen uh, yeah <laughs>
0: that's, that's okay i mean i i enjoy like like still like kind of like I mean, even my daughters told me the plot, and so I know a lot of the main points. Yeah, more just kind of like reading it to to experience it myself. So,
2: there was one thing like before we get to the 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 throne room scene with Maul and, and Ahsoka when they're inter- interrogating you know the the guy that gets shot. Um, what was his name?
1: Jesse. Uh, no, Jesse. No, no, no. I wish it was but, Jesse's girl. You talking about the clone trooper?
2: No, no, no the uh, the ruler that gets shot in the prison cell.
1: Oh, oh, Um Just uh, um, said his name all ago. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, forgettable. Alcrin, Al, uh, Alfred.
0: <laughs> Former name.
1: Yeah. Anyway, uh, that guy. <laughs>
0: like Malik. No. No. Whatever. That sounds familiar. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. But anyway, yeah, Nobody, yeah. Nobody's greeting us on this. I, I, I was,
2: <laughs> I, I kind of was disappointed that you know it's like what was because he tells Soka about the dream you know and he's like he's been he. This the name had been in the dream. He's like, what? What name was it? And he says Skywalker. Which I kind of didn't want it to be Skywalker. I wanted him to say Vader. You know, just because like mm. I think I think it would have been an interesting, like, well, who's Vader? You know, and then yeah. instead of instead of Ahsoka going like, what do you want with uh, Skywalker? Like, you know, like what are you about Anakin? Just be like, who is Vader? You've said Sidious, but who is Vader? You know, and like yeah. it could have just been in a different scene,
0: but it, it's. It's weird though. Like, um again, my my kids watching it with my kids sometimes. Like, they always they're like, "Is that the first time that Skywalker's mentioned before somebody dies?" And I'm like, "Yeah, that's like a big leap." But okay, yeah. Like Yoda says it, Skywalker, you know, and then dies, you know. So it's like, like, but I don't know. They're so far apart. They don't have any relationship to one another. But yeah. <laughs> They pick up on things, that I'm always like, like my daughter. Uh, we didn't talk about this in the last episode, but um, at the very beginning of Old Friends Not Forgotten, the set piece, the bridge that they're doing battle on, um, aside from the little two tops on the the towers, because there's like two towers, it's very similar to the Golden Gate Bridge. And, oh right, very similar in structure. And and I was like, and I was like, oh yeah, you're right. Like, and with Lucasfilm being in the Bay Area um you know near san francisco or in san francisco i was just like oh yeah i wonder if that's like a little nod you know to where lucasfilm was located so anyway tangent it's <laughs> like what's left in this episode nick well <laughs> uh a lot of
2: it has to do with uh things we've covered but i guess the 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 last really good takeaway is the the throne room with just Ahsoka and Maul, because we already talked about like when all of them come in there, you know, and he's dodging the blazer bolts and mm-hmm. all this, but, but the fact that Maul finally reveals why he's done what he's done, you know, is that this was all a set up mm-hmm. just to bring Obi-Wan and Anakin there because he wanted to kill Anakin. Yeah. And it was just to, <clears throat> to deprive Sidious of his trophy or his prize or whatever he wanted, and uh, I mean, I get Ahsoka's point of view of kind of going like, "Well, that's just ludicrous," you know. But it yeah. it was the truth, and <laughs> that's what's crazy. You know? And I'd be curious to see like how I would react to that if I had never knew what was coming, you know. Like, like whatever. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah, but I, I, I enjoy. We didn't talk about like, you know, the fight. So the fight was, you know, um, between uh, oh, basically, you know, she after. Ahsoka decides not to join them all. You know, she ignites her lightsabers and they choose to have a fight. And this is, we kind of mentioned this, it's all motion capture. So Ray Park actually did all the the fight himself. And the, the woman that was being Ahsoka is, I don't know the actress's name, but it's the, the armorer from Mandalorian is the woman who did the motion capture for Ahsoka. So you actually have two oh, people yeah. fighting. Yeah. And I mean, they just drew over the top. So I was like, that's pretty cool that's why it looks so real you
0: know there's an- another uh little um easter egg we hadn't mentioned yet but uh the character rook Ca- rook cast um oh, who yeah. basically looks like sabine um
1: is a female with gar saxon
0: yes she's oh, right. by right. the uh voice actress that did Hera. okay oh,
1: really.
0: hmm. and um we also saw um sabine's mom um and yeah the yeah so I thought that was a, a nice, didn't know that. you know, yeah, she's she appears as a hologram as they're talking to her very, very briefly, like in uh, Old Friends, not not forgotten. They packed a lot into that episode. Yeah, I mean, like just so much, um, which it's no surprise that we've talked this much about it because it's just like. Uh, you know, after watching that, I just felt like Nick and I had to like immediately podcast because I was <laughs> like, we're never going to get through all of this yeah, if each yeah. each of these these last four are going to be this dense with material. Yeah. Um. Uh, Greg, do you have any other other thoughts about this episode? As as Nick's looking over his notes frantically. Yeah, I think. It's, um,
1: it. I think the only other thing that's worth mentioning in terms of recapping the episode was that so right before the the fight with Ahsoka and Maul, um, they're going back into that kind of throne room area where we first meet. him, and he, had, and he still has Jesse at that point, and he gets releases Jesse, and he says, and Rex and Bo Katan are both there, and Rex goes off of Jesse, and then as as they're sitting there, suddenly there's explosions going off, and Gar Saxon is leading a battle. Uh, nearby, and that's so that's where Bo-Katan we used to go off to. Mm-hmm. Um, that's right. That's so kind of where they mm-hmm. go off to like their their end of the episode, and ahsoka and a mall uh, go go do what we just talked about
0: and then and then, of course, Rex has the wherewithal to like ahsoka's up there. We need to get to her. Get me a gunship. Yeah. and he he leads the the effort to. and it's really all of the clones that come in that help save Mandalore. Like, there's more ships Mm -hmm. that are kind of coming in and and more right there at the end that really kind of help turn the tide over to to Bo-Katan and and the Mandalorian people's favor. The woman in the ship that we didn't get to see with the light shining down and kind of the last, like, was that Asajj Ventress or was it just some rando, like, Mm. No,
2: well, I would think Asajj would be dead at this point.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, she has to be
2: right. Yeah, because this is happening. She dies. I want to say like two or three months before this point.
0: Okay,
1: all right. Because they're hunting Dooku, and at this point, he's he's yeah,
2: dead. he's, he's dead. dead. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. Anyone out there who wants to know? Um, Ventress's...
0: I, in, Dark disciple in, in, is Dark disciple. my is, is on my horizon after Ahsoka. I think once I get to, mm-hmm. done. With okay. That, yeah, you're the gonna lie.
2: Campaign. I love Dark disciple. Dark disciple. I mean, there's definitely a little bit right there in the middle. It's a little bit filler, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's well, strong. Yeah, you it's can't, strong. You can't
0: go wrong with Quil- Quinlan Vos. I mean, yeah. you know, I feel yeah. like he's he's the one character that we have not seen this season. We don't want to see many. He's only in like
2: two episodes, I think, in the entire
0: series. I know. Series. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. Pretty much, <laughs> he's an unsung hero. Yeah, he's um, a dirty hippie <laughs> Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: but I yeah, I like I just like the nonchalant intelligence of maul in this episode of just like he knew what was going on Mm -hmm. you know like i like that when rex and bo-katan leave he's like we'll be fine you know like he's just kind (laughs) of like you know like you know the grown-ups are here go play your little (laughs) games you know like the real people are the grown-ups are here to talk
1: you know
0: future thoughts what do you think these next couple episodes are going to bring future predictions
1: I think just in general, I think the the next one's going to be awesome. Order, yeah, you know, of course. I think that's going to be Order sixty six or leading up to it. Yeah. I think a lot of it's going to take place in that episode because I think the last episode is going to be a lot of more of the fallout. the fallout and yeah. I scene, hope so. How Rex and Ahsoka go off to where they're going to go so they can show up in Rebels later. Right. Uh, like I, I feel like that's going to take more than like
0: a quick scene at the end. So I feel like
1: to really do it justice does it
0: i i know i know what you mean i just i, I feel like we're just going to get a montage of that at the very end of <laughs> I, i'm awful. i'm with you greg i mean that's what i loved about the way battlestar galactica ended is that and i'm not giving anything away but there is an epilogue to it that it's not yeah. just like hard right it's done that's it it's over like it's kind of like it gives you a little bit of a moment to breathe and mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm with you. Like, I kind of want to see that. But I also feel like they could... Definitely the scene from the trailer that we haven't seen yet, and it's got to be when Order 66 happens, is when Ahsoka's it, traveling in hyperspace and you see her, like, kind of like... Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, it's almost like like she's felt it. She's felt the death of the Jedi at that moment. And um, if she's on a ship full of clone troopers that are going to turn on her it could be about rex saving her life or i don't know i mean do you think that because she's not technically
1: a jedi anymore their programming will view her differently i mean that's too easy i feel like but
2: well i think that just because i mean, technically younglings aren't jedi either but that's true right they still kill them that's true you know Um, even later on in novels and comic books and everything
0: else. In the Darth Vader con- comic book, um, Nick that um I have you know, begged you to read. <laughs> but there's the one where it has uh well, I didn't have to beg you, but the Jocasta Nass like storyline and how like she basically has the troopers turn on Vader, um, is pretty cool. So, didn't I read that one? Yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, um uh, my only other uh, thought um, is that I think Ahsoka is going to try to get Maul to escape.
2: Yeah, I, 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 I mean, Maul, Maul has to escape. But...
0: Well, he does, but I think there's a little bit of sympathy coming from her to him. I think we're going to see that kind of moment, like she did capture him, but is she going to also release him?
2: Well, I'm curious to see if he's still a captor. Um when Order 66 happens, and then she right. goes, You were right, you know, like, or yeah, right. I, I, I need you now. Like, we need to go. Greg,
0: Greg, Greg seems like he probably knows more about this based on the book than what we knew. Uh,
1: yeah. I honestly, the, his, I don't know because I feel like we don't really know what we know, like, we know he got captured, but that's like it from the Ahsoka novel, okay. and then I don't think we see him until solo, so then I, I don't think we know. Canon-wise, what's going on with him, or what happened? Yeah.
0: Um. Well. Um. What about these these rumors of them bringing Maul in on the Mandalorian?
1: Uh. What? I don't.
2: I don't see how that's possible.
0: It's, I don't he's, either. He's dead,
2: because we know what happens in Rebels.
0: Right. I, unless, hope unless, 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 I hope, unless Obi-Wan,
2: unless Obi wan unless Obi is exactly right, he just won't stay dead. <laughs> you know, <like>. I,
0: I'm <laughs> worried that that was like a like a way of retconning that. I just hope that they they keep him dead because I loved that scene. I loved that showdown. Yeah. I love the fact yeah. that Maul is basically going insane by that point. He's definitely not the calm, you know, the, the calm hand on the the wheel. That yeah. we see. like I, that would that
1: would really bum me out. Because twin the twin sons episode of Rebels is one of my favorite, like yeah. the the showdown, however brief it was, it's great between Obi Wan and Maul like their final moments. If that gets taken away, that'd be
0: that'd be huge a bummer. I know, I know. I I'm I'm kind of with you. I think that there's just those people that just don't understand the greatness of it. Like you can reshoot that whole scene in live action for me, and I'll be just as happy. Yeah. like With with the Kenobi miniseries. Just be respectful of it. Don't mm-hmm. don't crap on it. So, yeah. um, what if? Well, that's what, what, if, what
2: I like. I like. Go ahead, Greg. Sorry.
0: Was, no, no, no. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Well, I think that's one of the things I, I know that Matt and I have talked about. With one of the reasons why I like it in Rebels is that it's simple. You know, like it's mm-hmm. you could have had a huge lightsaber battle between Maul and, and Obi Wan, but at that point, you know, they're they're two totally different characters at that point. Because I mean, Obi Wan is much older,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and and Maul like Matt's just saying, he's gone crazy, you know. And so it's just like it it I think it just showed how Obi Wan was more reserved now and he knew he knew his enemy at that point. You know, he's just kinda like, Oh, I can just do this and then we're good. Like I've yeah. I've won.
1: At that
0: I moment, think it also like connects that Alec Guinness Obi Wan mm, fighting style mm, of the new hope, too. It's just like, I'm going to hit you with a stick like this. <laughs> 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 yeah
2: i think i sent you that meme i love that meme where um it shows you know like when they light up the lightsaber you know obi wans mm-hmm. smiling and then like once he rests he's not on the high ground like he just gets the alan Guinness like red <laughs> flat face like <laughs> like a, oh crap
0: <laughs> um yeah uh well i i feel like we could continue to talk um and and we've we've definitely pushed the bounds of this this episode of usually like me trying to keep it shorter but you know this this yoda you know root leaf stew is there's a lot to go (laughs) around and uh you know i felt like there was a lot to you know maul over yeah and and i think
1: uh, we'll add we'll add a little saltine to it i think it'll (laughs)
0: think it'll that's what i like yeah that's what i like in my stews is a little saltine Mm -hmm. yeah it'll go down much better <laughs> um, by the way, I do love when we do see Maul and Ahsoka see each other again in the, you know, uh, uh, also the two two maybe greatest episodes of of Rebels as well. Um, Twilight of
1: the Apprentice. Yeah,
0: so good. Um, is that you know he calls her Lady Tano, and I just always love that, like, <laughs> like because she's not a Jedi, he knows that, like, and it's yeah. just like. He's giving her respect, but he's also kind of being like a like a jerk about it, you know. Um.
2: It's interesting because like yeah, I'm I'm doing a rewatch of Clone Wars right now, all the way through, which I'm loving because it's I haven't watched them since they aired, oh, and wow. uh, and uh, I'll probably watch you know Revenge of the Sith and then probably go right into Rebels. You know, it's like because uh, it's just yeah. it's been long enough to where it's like oh, okay, I'll watch these again. But you know, it's funny like how you think like. I'm doing like a, a waiting system and there's definitely some filler episodes in season two where I'm just kind of like, okay, <laughs> yeah, it's a good episode, but ultimately pointless.
0: It's weird when you look at that chronological thing because it's it's got you skipping around all quite over it.
2: but yeah, it makes total sense because like I mean you look mm-hmm. at like season three with you know the first it's in season three, but it's the, when you see yeah. the trainees you know yeah, uh, rookies the, it's not rookies is the one uh, when they're on the moon though. I'm talking about oh, the okay. one where they're actually cadet. in training, cadet, the, the right. cadet ones. Yeah. Where they're, yeah. They're mm-hmm. the, that mm-hmm. squadron's about to be, you know, flunk out, you know, and then the next one is like, so you really see this whole uh, transition from them being yeah. like trainees to sure. their first assignment on that moon. And then
0: mm-hmm. you're like, Oh wow. I- or, or, or even just how it matches up with the movie because like the mm-hmm. first episodes take place just moments before the movie, you know, yeah. like the first couple episodes are just leading yeah. to the movie.
2: Well, there's like there's lots of things like uh, where's bringing the back it up, but you know, there's um, because you know, like, if you just watch, if you start with the movie, you know, you're like, Well, what happened? There's there's two episodes prior to the movie that take place yeah. on that same planet, and you're like, Wow, oh, yeah,
0: yeah this, interesting, just, I know, you're like, Holy yeah. cow, like that makes so much more sense, yeah, yeah. um, um. Yeah, I, I I feel like we could we could continually geek out on on this. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> um, so oh yeah. But uh, well, um, a few things to kind of wrap up this show. Um, I, I know I already mentioned our Amazon affiliate link. Uh, go to janjack.com/slash Amazon. Get all your Star Wars needs except for the uh, uh, original Star Wars Clone Wars uh, DVDs. <laughs> uh, cheaper to get those on eBay, like I said. But buyer beware. Um, you can you can help us out um, by uh, sending us a review, or uh, you know, go on to iTunes, uh, or you know, you could become like Greg and just email us these these long <laughs> emails, and then I'll just invite you onto the show.
2: You're gonna, get, you're, gonna <laughs> give
0: a com- you're gonna give him a complex. you to give him a complex, so now he's not going to write in. No, no, <laughs> I do I do appreciate uh, all of the emails that Greg sends us at theforceswelldone at gmail.com. Uh, You can send all of the emails to us there. We'll, we'll read them. So, and, um, uh, and I do, do appreciate uh, Greg joining us on, on this podcast. Thanks. Thanks for coming along. Thank you. Um, Hopefully we can, we can have you back again sometime, Greg, maybe when we, we return to the Mandalorian. I know last, the first season kind of had different guests on and, you know, you'd definitely be a, a well fitted puzzle piece for that, that show. Sure. Apparently, it's going pretty good. They're already in pre production for season three. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, bring it. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, you can become a patron member by going over to uh and just click on the patron affiliate link there. You can help us out at the smallest level or the largest level, whatever you choose, no pressure. Um, but I would like to thank. Uh, all of the the patrons that make this show possible, um, and as I as I do with each episode, I try to come up with some some fun names. So, see if you can find the connective thread with all of these patron names tonight. We have Titan Tack, Earthly Eckhart, Drake's Side of the Moon, Mercury Maggie, Jupiter Joanne, and galilean greg (laughs) oh and uh, i I forgot to mention that that was my other list i had a a different list it was supposed to be titan tack earthly eckhart ether filled ed that's the one uh, mercury maggie jupiter joanne drake side of the moon and galilean greg uh (laughs) because i love the galilean moons of jupiter so does joanne <laughs> Thank you all for doing what you do, making this show possible, and all the shows. Oh, Jan Jack Network. That's well, what. Do, um, sir. One last you, little thought. Yeah. Oh. So remember,
2: remember when I lost my turn? I thought like thirty minutes mm-hmm. ago. So yeah, that yeah. was my my thought. It? Yeah, my it came back to me. <laughs> That's how you know you're getting old. You should start forgetting. Um, because <laughs> the the duality also in that last little scene with Ahsoka and Maul. Yeah. Was you know because she remember she already had come to the conclusion that Maul would just betray her and take over with the thing, but because it, it, Maul is kind of being, he's being a Sith. He's being a true Sith in this moment uh, when they're just talking before the fight, because if he really, really wanted to defeat Sidious, he just would have outed him right there. He just could have just said like, mm-hmm. Hey, like Palpatine is Sidious, is Sidious. We need to go right now and defeat him, you know, but then mm-hmm. he couldn't have taken power. And so that's the thing that's, that was the, Right. That's why you can't believe him as well, is cuz if he really mm-hmm. was sincere like hey, you have to overthrow, him. but he didn't want the republic, he didn't want the jedi. He hated them more. You know, so it's like ah. That probably would have made her join him though if he would have said like Palpatine is Sidious. But he yeah. he didn't go that far. Of course he couldn't though cuz wouldn't have worked out for the movie. But the yeah.
0: <laughs> next episode, it's um it's Maul and Ahsoka. They're running towards Palpatine's office and then a filleted, fried mace windu just falls right in front of him. <laughs> yeah. He's still screaming all the way down. Yeah. And then Maul's just like, I guess we're too late. And then it just ends. That's how actually the whole show ends. It goes... <laughs>
2: well, you know, they don't they don't recognize Palpatine this point because his face is all like melted. So they're like, oh, he just snuck right by us because he <laughs> was looking for somebody else
1: no
0: but. two more minutes of a show that you didn't know that you needed um <laughs> well, hope you enjoyed all of the t- root tree leaf stew
2: people people that stuck around past yeah you know they got a, they got a gold nugget in there
0: so uh, apparently <laughs> uh this was a great show it was one in a million thanks again greg for joining us uh for this show and um of course uh chris uh, never we here. enjoyed having him on the show. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for being here with us, Chris, and uh, of course Nick for all of the hard work that he does. So, mm. uh, we'll see, see you next time. See ya. See ya.